One more thing. When we go at the end of the hour and get that extra 65-minute hour. <laughs> our show is 65 minutes. Wait, did you listen to our last one? Yeah, I just did. You were just listening to our own podcast right before we recorded it? Well, I was in one? my studio. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's embarrassing. You listen to the show? I have to. I Why? Need, I need to make sure that, like... I like have like things on deck for Instagram things and like I oh, have I callbacks see. and like oh I don't think you actually put the you know eponymous line in the episode I think you edited it out I did no I didn't it yeah was I there. did not hear the I did not hear the phrase yeah it was in there when we were talking about music we can't talk about our own show I was we bu- can, dude look listen I was busy I was trying to tape some shit I don't know I wasn't paying attention that we much. can't have three bad episodes in a row we really can't do that. I mean, do I have topics of conversation? Probably not. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. Broadcasting stuff, you can't do that. Oh. I had a funny thing to do, and you ruined it. You're welcome. No, no, you, no, nobody's welcome by this. We're starting over. We're officially starting over. <coughs> Scoozy. <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be the new beginning. The, cu- the coughing, the coughing and mouth sounds. No, we got to have a good Help episode, me, and, and we got to keep this hour tight. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to do a marathon one again. Okay. And I want this one to be good because we've had two bad ones in a row. Okay. Like Denise so. Richards after her divorce tight or like Andy Dwyer after being Star-Lord tight? Uh, ooh. I'm tempted to say... Like how fit are we talking? How lean are we going with this one? Did I mean, Denise Richards looked good at all times. No, I once she got divorced, she was like... Whoosh. Oh, really? She ballooned up during her marriage? To who? Charlie? I don't know. This was a, a very 90s thing. She got very skinny for wild things or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. I remember watching a Howard Stern with Denise Richards and wanting to beat off to it, but not. Doing. That's disgusting. But you never had that? I guess. What, who no. Asking? Who were you talking to? <laughs> first of all, no. First of all, Denise Richards was the hottest woman alive in the late 90s. No. That's not up for debate. It's just not. Starship Troopers, come on. Christmas Jones in Tomorrow Never Dies, I think. That was the name. Oh, no, it was the next one. It was World Is Not Enough. She played a nuclear physicist. Because that's believable casting right there. Who boy. Oh, man. But yeah, you never never had the quintessential uh, late 90s, early aughts experience of jacking it to the Howard Stern show on E!, there was a tele- I remember there was a television show. Yeah, it was just them recording the show, but you know, they have like naked women and salacious things happening and they just pixelated it a little bit. Yeah, so you, while you were doing that, I was watching, you know, Joan Rivers be a bitch on the catwalk or on the, you know, run w- red carpets. Yeah. I was watching Fashion Police and going, <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah, you were you were having a different kind of titillation. Yeah. I got off on Schadenfreude. <laughs> Still do. Still works. To all the gentlemen out there, I know you know what I'm talking about. Just never agree. No. Um, but yeah, it's been a tough week. 
It's what? been a tough week for everybody out there. I know uh, we're all pondering life's bigger questions and wondering what happened, um, who's responsible, just thinking about uh, why you can't buy a smaller quantity of cilantro at Food Bazaar. Why isn't that a thing? Nobody needs a bush of cilantro. Yeah, it only comes in one size. Why? Why can't you buy a little bit of cilantro? Because it, you need a heaping handful. No, you don't. Only, you know, when do you ever need a heaping handful of cilantro? Always. If you're making some sort of like Mexican-Italian fusion pesto, I mean, Yeah, you got to like scrape the leaves off too. You don't want sticks. Yeah, you don't want the sticks, but you just want a few leaves for your taco or whatever. Yeah, like a, a sprinkling, but that's like a handful. You need more like a handful. You don't need a handful. A handful of a cilantro is a fuck ton of cilantro. What's the problem with this? It's too much. No, I don't not. need the whole bush of cilantro. It just turns into green goo in the bottom of the refrigerator. Every time I buy it, that's what happens. Can you freeze it? I think you can. I need to take that up as a strategy, yeah. Or just blend it and then put it in an ice pack and then you have like cilantro frozen packs. Like put like in oil, you can freeze oh. the oil in the... Uh-huh. You can make a Brian Ballot of cilantro. Yeah, yeah. You've never read the Apple News to learn all these weird <laughs> cooking hacks from BuzzFeed listicles of like, did you buy too much fresh parsley? I did. Fuck. Whoa, I can make it into a little ice cube. Oh, great. Oh, man. If you've ever wondered why Will is so ignorant, call up Tim Cook. It's all on Apple News. <laughs> He's reading about fucking cilantro packets. Make your own cilantro packets, not cilantro packets, period. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> can learn. There's lots of stupid tricks you can learn on the internet. The internet is one long letterman bit. It's stupid human tricks just for infinity. Actually, I kind of want to ponder that for a moment in my, in my brain. Like, just zoom out. Like, that actually is just what the internet is. Bad ideas. People doing dumb shit. Yeah, most of the internet. Yeah. Huh. Everything except for Wikipedia. Someone did change the F in JFK's name to John Fortnite Kennedy. That rocks. How that long did that last? Probably like, I don't know, long enough for like an <laughs> a- article on Apple News to be fucking written about it for Christ's sake. Oh I mean, my, why didn't you send a screenshot of this to me? Oh, I don't How know. dare you let something like that go by without informing me? Oh, I screenshot something else for you. Hold on. Let's, let's find it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold well, close. folks, I was trying to have a good episode, <laughs> but uh, we're a few minutes no, it's, in it's, and Will is already on his phone. Oh, no. I found the uh, almost version of the Kurt Russell jacket for that you. That is actually a better jacket. Let me yes. see that really quick. So, again, we're talking about Kurt Russell's jacket from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. That's pretty close. And I like this color scheme better. Yeah. His is green and yellow. This one's like navy, gold, red, and white. Yes. Sort of creamy white. It's a nice jacket. Wow. Mm-hmm. How expensive is that? I don't know. It's a screenshot. Don't try and tap around. It's not going to take you anywhere. Are you afraid I'll find some pictures that are meant for Grinder? if I swipe? There's only one. Um, delete those after you take them like I'm fucking new here. Good God. <laughs> Don't know how to... No, because, you know, you do know the sheer terror of like, okay, let's pull up a thing. I need to look up something on my phone at work. And then, oh, Jesus. Okay, delete it. Yeah, I actually... You know how I uh, saved that one certain picture of a certain famous Brooklyn podcaster? Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. I, I actually did have that moment at work where it was the next picture, and I had to take condition photos of an artwork. Yeah, I caught it before it got into the wrong hands, but it was it was dangerously close. You're like, oh, attached to email, and you're like, da 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 You got it. That was exactly what happened. Yeah. You get a little quick on the thumb, and 
Yeah, and you're like, oh wait, let me just show you the picture of the wall. Yeah. I'll show you what this is supposed to. Oh, never mind. We have to hold. Hold on, my phone's being weird. Um, so that yeah, that was the one thing. Yeah, I thought I had another one. Well, I found a, a Paula Cooper gallery like shipping sticker in the basement of my uh, workplace, stuck on the wall or something. Like I don't know huh. if it was like, you know, one of the entrances to the gallery, and so when it was. Downtown. I was gonna say, did it look old? Oh yes, it's disgustingly old. Yes. Oh, dude, that's kind of a cool find. I wonder where her gallery was when it was down there. It was on Prince. Uh huh. But we wouldn't have shared a basement unless we, back in the day, we did. I don't know. Well, it, it, that could have all just been basement of her that handlers block. or storage could have been down there. True. Um, I know for sure that where I work, they used to use the basement as storage until they got professional storage. Well, because that flood, so, that one flood thing kind of fucked everything yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but back in the day, especially when a gallery like that was smaller, uh, and the art infrastructure wasn't necessarily there for yeah, that was ninety one Prince Street that she yeah, was at. Yeah. So that makes sense. Whoa, that's pretty cool. That's like finding graffiti from the sixties or something. Yeah, that's a nice New York find. Did you take a picture of it? Yes, I did. Of oh, course. Cool. Am I if you p- find it, you should post it. I'm also gonna peel it off the wall. No, you should leave it. I think I think it's respectful to history. Yeah, you don't want to be a defacer, man. That's like that's like going to the hieroglyphics in the New Mexico desert and like spray painting a dick on them or something. No, I just want to take or it like for trying me. to jackhammer them off. I guess is a more appropriate analogy. It's gonna f- it's gonna crinkle off through the course of time anyway. But but th- but just let that happen. Yeah, you got to learn to just enjoy things. You don't need to intervene. You don't need to own that. Just let it be there. But I want it. No, you don't. You'll Fine. just lose it. I'll lose it'll it. It'll end yeah. up, it, you know, I'll tell you what'll happen to it. It'll end up on the floor of your car, and you or, you know, some poor day laborer that's detailing your car will mistake it for a Home Depot receipt, and it'll be thrown away. You were or in it'll my get car? stuck to the bottom of your sandal, and you'll walk around with it all day <sighs> until finally it shreds. I have I have saved very delicate, like, pieces of paper in sketchbooks that I treasure like really i've never seen these they're not for your consumption you have private sketchbooks of ephemera yeah Uh uh-huh are you lying no i have a i'm looking at will right now and i'm pretty (laughs) sure these sketchbooks don't exist no they do exist you just dig this hole deeper go right on ahead it's no uh it's like a piece of tape like little white tape of my grandmother's handwriting that was on like a tupperware that was still on it so i took it off and was like nope safe Whoa! Wow! Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's like really sweet. Actually, it's very, it's very lying. thoughtful and very cool. I, I wish I had that impulse. Yeah, you find things and you're like, oh, keep. Uh huh. Yeah, you take little scrappy things and then they just go and then they, they stay there forever. Yeah, that's nice. I've never thrown out a sketchbook. Oh, me neither. Is that a thing people do? I feel like some people purge, and I'm like, well, I would never. Oh, definitely. I think I think some artists that are um, more prolific. Don't give a fuck about old sketchbooks, probably. But, like, I don't really keep sketchbooks. It takes me sometimes years to fill them up. So they're kind of more... They represent a larger uh, quantity of labor time. I usually pitter-patter out about halfway through, and then I'm like, I want a new one. Absolutely. <laughs> too. I'm much I'm more... like, this This looks busted. I want a new one now. I'm much more interested one? in shopping for the sketchbook than I am in actually filling it up. Well, this we know, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I got halfway through it. I'm like, I think it's time for a different one. Huh. It's mostly just lists of shit. 
Anyway, it's always just lists. I was recently looking through an unfinished uh, book that I'd been carrying around for a couple of years, and towards the end, it started to just become like grocery lists and stuff. It it got really unceremonious. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of love that. Like most of mine, like were like books to read, or like where they were in a library, where it was shipping from. Like, oh, what did I need to go like get? What show did I need to see? And I was like, oh yeah, I, f- I forgot I saw that. I forgot I saw that. God, that show. So, uh, it's an in. An immediate walk down memory lane. Yeah, sure. And then you're like, what the fuck do I need this for? But then you're like, I can't get rid of it. It's the most, like, dignified sense of hoarderdom. Because it's not, like, true, like, let me hold all my shit. Well, we're surrounded by, like, too many books. Like, it's just like, let me hold the ideas on scraps of paper. It's like, well, they're in a book, at least. Yeah. Or in bins. I'll keep my scraps of paper contained. Yes. I think think as an old man, I will become a full-fledged just document hoarder. That's what I'm most interested in, um, paper ephemera. Yeah. Whether it's cards people send you or books or sketchbooks or whatever. Oh, I have every card I was ever sent. Me too. Uh, I actually told my grandmother uh, one of the last times that I saw her that when, you know, they kick it, um, <laughs> I want the papers. Very elegant. I want... Hi, when you kick it, I get your paper <laughs> stuffs. <laughs> I want your paper goods. All the things that they're going to try and throw out. When you when you are, you know, dirt napping, I want it. Yes. Well, it's an easy get, right? Because everyone else is interested in like the shitty furniture or like the bad kitschy paintings and, you know. No, you go for the jewelry. Ah, you can miss me with all of that stuff. I want mm. the papers. Because that's where all the secrets are. Because that's where I'm going to like get to do a little uh serial killer like red yarn oh, connecting boy. the dots and like figuring out like, "Oh, Grandpa had a girlfriend in 1975. That's where all this money went. It's going to be far more banal than that. You know that, right? Yeah, no, I know. But there'll there'll be something in there. I always like the curveballs of going through, like, you know, you're just like, where is this? And they're like, uh, I think that was a farmhouse one of them grew up in. I'm like, you don't know? And they're like, no, we didn't, we didn't know about these. I'm like, come on, guys. You never wanted to be, like, interested children and dig through your parents' shit. Yeah, no, I wonder what that's about. I feel like especially our grandparents' generation, like depression people. Oh, or, so many secrets. Or like World, World War, War II, II people. people. Yeah, they're they're not very interested in the past. They're like, no, the past was worse than now. No. So we don't talk about no, it. No, they were the ones with the secrets and didn't tell their children who are our parents. So they've got this little cache of secret knowledge and they're like, no, you don't need to know. Unless somebody wrote something on the back of an old photograph, that photograph doesn't represent very much. Because if grandma and grandpa don't remember what it's of, and the person didn't write, like, uh, Jim Bob, 1917. Your brain goes to Jim Bob as the name for an anonymous yeah, picture dude. of a man? Like an early... Jim Bob. An early 20th century Are like you from the fucking hand? Dust Bowl? Like, That's what, what I'm saying, hell? dude. It's Dust Bowl shit. Yeah, exactly. You are not from the Dust Bowl. Anything before the 1930s is the Dust Bowl. It's not really a particular place. It's just a sensibility. No. No. All Americans that existed before no. before 1940 are Dust Bowl. Are just like that one lady in that one photo just like worried. This yeah, is yeah. me holding. What's the, what is that? That's a Dorothea Lange photo. The mi- uh, Migrant Mother? Yeah. Ooh, is like, that really what it's called? Am I making that up? I don't know. But that lady was pissed after that photo was taken. She's like, I look, I look busted. And you're like, well, sweetie. Yeah, you, did. I, you know, she was born in a barn in 1873. Everybody looked busted. That's what I mean. Did she die in a skyscraper on the 16th floor? Is she an astronaut? You should have let me say the last part. I was with you. I, that could have been a really classic moment and you blew it. 
Well, what? If you want to know what lo- putting a hat on a hat looks like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you set me up and I went, oh, I know what this is, bitch. It's a back Try and me. forth, you know, when you're podcasting. And so when you're doing a bit and I'm making eyes with you, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't, you don't just finish it yourself. Yes, you do. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh. You guys, I'm so sorry. We're, we're, I'm really trying really hard to make this a good podcast, <laughs> and I'm just being fought. Tooth and nail every episode. Hi, welcome to Tooth and Nail. <laughs> it's, the new, it's the new title of the show, Tooth and Nail. Who's tooth, who's nail? <laughs> tooth and nail. I think you're tooth. Cause Is the, this like the know, itchy the... and scratchy of our universe? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely be tooth. I am nail. You're yeah. definitely nail. <sighs> bony. I'm very bony. You're sharp. You like penetrating. All this tracks. <laughs> My hip bones. For some are reason, like I was imagining blades. nail as like painted nail. Like you would have like a black uh, emo like, kid. Like, like nails? Pinky nail. As I flash my hand. Yeah. I never did that. Even as a like disaffected youth, I never was like, let me paint my nails. You were always kind of preppy, right? You never had like a different alternative phase. I wore too tight of t shirts and wore a lot of bracelets. A lot of what kind of bracelets? Like live strong? Like leather cuffs and like a metal cuff. Oh, no, I and, know like, that rings guy. And a lot of rings. Oh, it's God. very ringy. Well, this was like the metrosexual apocalypse. Yeah, this was yeah, you know? this was not that yeah. The 2003 spiky hair, lots yes. of yeah. Ooh, you did the spiky hair too, huh? Yeah, I had it so I could. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could do the messy look cuz it was thick. Yes. Oh my god. Do you have any pictures of this? I Yes, I do. I have to be honest and I really don't mean this in a mean way. Mm. I'm having a, I don't famous last words. I'm having a hard time picturing you with hair. I've never known you with it, so I, seriously, like it would be weird if you had hair. <laughs> I fucking hate I'm sorry, it's true. It's sort of like, have you ever had a fat friend that you didn't see for a long time and then they were skinny? This happens to me No. Uh, with like guys I hung out with in Ohio when I was a teenager, and all of a sudden like they're either fat now or they're skinny now, and it's like, this is not you. You need to stay in your ideal form. In your Ideal case, form. in your case, that is uh, as a balded man. How, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, I don't know my password for Facebook, so this is going to be. I can't even pull these goddamn pictures up because I don't know my fucking password. Uh, by the way, I didn't mean you had to show it to me now. Okay, well, I meant later. I want to prove myself goddamn right. Okay. Well, I believe you that you had hair, but I'm just saying it would be weird. I don't. I kind of don't want to see the picture. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I would I would prefer to preserve you know, my my mental projection of you now. You know there there's a there's a movie called Star Trek Nemesis, the uh, fourth of the next generation movies that came out in two thousand two. Um, the cast was aged at this point. Um, a young Tom Hardy actually plays the villain in this movie. Mm. He can't get it. He's a Romulan. He looks weird. He's very skinny. Skinny it's the Tom worst. Hardy? It's yes. It's the worst that Tom Hardy ever looked. If you want to look up Shinzon on your phone while I talk, I do want to. Yes, yeah. you can diatribe. Um, I want to see like some green Tom Hardy. See if well, he can, uh, I, I bring this up it. in terms of baldness because the premise of the movie is that Tom Hardy is an evil clone of Captain Picard. What's his name? Shinzon. S H I N Z O N. Yeah. Shinzo Abe. No. Ooh, Shinzon Abe. That would be a good Photoshop. Boy. Can you put put that on the podcast? Can that be the title? Oh, you want to name? <laughs> I you want to name one? one? Oh, okay. You tried. You know, 
Oh, this is no. Well, no. Tom Hardy, no hair, no, no good. No. Yeah, he looks like shit, right? It's creepy. It's very creepy. It's supposed to be creepy. But he's still got those thick, thick pillow lips. So, yeah, which makes it weirder, right? Like you shouldn't have. He looks like a bald lady. Yeah, he does. He looks like a a cancered woman. Or like, do you remember the movie Powder? Yes. The lady Powder. Yes. It's kind of powdery. He is kind of powdery. But with big ass ears, so it's a little freaky. Yeah, he's got Romulan ears. He's got DSLs. They're not Romulan ears. They're just his natural ears, but with no hair, they look crazy. Oh, are you sure they're not made up? I thought Shinzon had the little points. No? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. No, he just got big ass ears. Well, all I was going to say was that, you know, he's an evil clone of Captain Picard in the movie, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. do a flashback shot to when Picard was young. And just to hit you over the head and make sure that you know it's Captain Picard. He's bald when he's young, which makes no sense. He's supposed to be a 20-year-old man in the flashback, and he's still bald. Maybe that was a look. Maybe he just was like, I really love looking like Mr. Clean <laughs> I, from, from the year, from the, all of those years in the past. I think it's much more likely that they assume, the writers of this movie assume, that uh, the audience is stupid and that they would be confused if Picard ever had hair. And I this mean, reminds me of you, because if you showed me a young picture of yourself, I think I might say, that's not you. It can't be. It is. I don't know. I can't wait to pull these up just to <laughs> just to settle this once and for all. God damn it! But yeah, so you were you were like a leather bracelet guy, huh? Oof, oof. What kind of rings? Okay, let's let's just do a diagram. So, one on right ring finger, one on right pointer finger, one on left thumb. That was a double ring that I played with because it was two of them that I could do this, and then one on my left middle finger that was wider. What was the logic of this pattern? Every other. That's not exactly every other. Yeah, these two, and then these two, and then no pinky ring, because I wasn't a guido. Oh, okay, okay. The pinky ring is the thing. With the Although ring. now I want a pinky ring so bad. What? I want a signet pinky ring. What's signet? It's like, it's, okay, so signet rings are like, you know, back in the day you used to like emboss wax seals. Yes. So you would have a signet ring that had your initials, which traditionally you could press into the thing but then just uh very waspy you know in america they became waspy um monogram rings i want one without a monogram but i just want the little like wide bump in the middle why don't you get something cooler why don't you get a symbol that represents you like the nambla logo or something (sighs) i did see one that had a little boat on it and that's pretty cool. Or yeah. a little snake, and it was in the shape of a shield, but it was very expensive, so I can't have it. Oh, man, the snake with the shield? That's pretty cool. You're kind of selling me on this idea. Yeah, it's like $1,200. What? What is it made of? Gold, bitch. Oh, okay. Are they always made of gold? Yes. Oh. They're very expensive. You can't get like a cheap one, like a pewter one? And have my finger turn green and fall off? No, thank you. I want soft, soft, sweet, sweet 18 karat gold. Why don't you get a carbon fiber one like all the hipsters getting married have? Carbon fiber one? Yeah, I know several people that have uh, their wedding rings are like carbon fiber or like wood. Oh yeah, the wood ring is... um, Or rubber. There's a rubber wedding ring now. Yeah, live strong. So gross. I'm like, you're wearing a cock ring on your finger to symbolize your marriage. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of gross. I do have to say, I mean, I don't know. I get that people are poor or whatever, but... It's supposed to be if you're athletic, so you can always tell people, even when you're jogging, that you're together, you're married. What happened in the past? People would take their wedding ring off if they were going jogging? Or I think, like, maybe li- like if you're a, right, a, if you're... a lift, lift waiter. 
Uh-huh. Weight <laughs> lifter. Whoopsie. Did a little switcheroo. Because uh, like, the metal digs in if you're like doing the, the curly things. If you're doing curly fries. Yeah. I guess that like for crossfitting. Well, you're the, you're the only person that curls curly fries. Let's be honest. Curl. What? Oh, I, I have to the turn. The motion from your. I have your, to turn no, them with no, my a, pinky up? A curl, you know. Oh, when you lift weights is the I, elbow motion. I don't know what that is. It's the same motion of you picking up a curly fry and putting it in your mouth. Yeah, I'm very familiar with this, yes. Okay, we got to cut that part out. No oh. explaining jokes. I didn't know what a curl was. That's really pathetic, man. I don't work out. Everybody knows what a curl is. I just, like, that's what you do with the weight. Like, if it's a free weight, you just go, oh, yeah, one and two and one and... Yeah, but that's distinct from a deadlift or... Oh, my God. There's just... There's a lot of things you can do with weights that have names. I don't lift the dead. I mean, if you're having sex with an old person, they have to be on the bottom in case they die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even... Wa- that look, was too much. Um, it would probably be a good story, but reaching. I don't even want to yeah, know don't go you there. learned mm, that. No. Mm. Let's just... Add, can we cut that? That was bad. That was trying to be funny, and I'm not... I'm really feeling skilled at that. No, it was kind of funny, but... Uh, I never get to call edits. Yeah, okay, you can call I, that I edit. I'm probably call... not going to edit that out, though. It was pretty good. Oh, bitch. I don't know. We're going to have to take everything we can get this time. <laughs> we're, we're floundering already. I Oh, fuck. I, the problem is I did have a thing to bring up, and now I don't remember it, which is par for the oh, course. Oh, you got to write it down, dude. I can get my list out. There was a thing. Why didn't I write it down? Uh, pulling a Kinsey. Should have write it down. You really don't want to talk about Jeffrey Epstein, huh? You said yesterday that we should have recorded this yesterday, and I think that was a, actually a good idea. Well, when you were on your like manic upswing. Yeah, I'm really I'm already out of steam today. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, a certain friend of the pod uh, speculated that perhaps I don't have manic depression; that I'm just often hungover, and I'm starting to think that she's right. <laughs> That's definitely the case today. I'll tell you that much. I don't feel like talking uh, i don't feel good about anything about humanity about myself and why it's mostly just because i'm tired i was babysitting a sugared up toddler all day like all day yesterday yeah you were shooting down my um theories and speculations you didn't believe me that i would be the first man on earth to catch a giant squid nope because they don't Nope, we don't know they exist but okay we definitely know that giant squid exists that's not disputed there's video of giant squid you know there's? Yeah. Mm. As we'll recently as a couple years ago, they got okay. the first video of a giant squid. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm going to be the first person to catch one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was thinking about getting into deep sea fishing. This is how this came about. Yeah. What is better than the white whale? The, the thing the that kills squid. the white whale. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> Moby Dickless. <laughs> uh, Are you referring to me or the squid? Who can never be sure? <laughs> um, No, I had to take, you know, my sugared up toddler through the drive-thru at 11 a.m. for breakfast just to be like here shove this junior bacon cheeseburger in your mouth stop talking by the way hot tip for our listeners if you're trying to get the freshest ass wendy's in the whole wide world go five minutes after they open that was the best wendy's i ever had in my life i'm not kidding oh that was the tastiest spicy chicken sandwich i think i may have ever had yeah it was actually the ratios were perfect it wasn't just a mayo sandwich with meat yeah yeah underneath underneath it i can't talk you think that's unusual shut up anyway speaking of mayo sandwiches i was also talking about how i would really love to have a chipotle burrito that was um entirely full of rice 
And then that was expanded to rice and cheese. The most disgusting, yeah. And then it was expanded to rice and cheese and sour cream, just all the white stuff from the Chipotle bar. Yeah, you want to you wanna suck down a big white roll, Yeah, is what you're saying. Hmm. Uh-huh. I do. In that case, I do. There could be some Freudian implications for that, but you can sit with that. Well, hey, man. Uh, you go ahead and sit with that. That part we're gonna have to come out, cut out. That was a that was an example of trying to be funny that didn't exactly work. I don't oh, think. I saw the shame in your eyes, and you're like, yes, yes. Um, Things at my expense don't. Do oh, oh, it. it's an auto edit when yeah. it's at your expense. That's I understand. Right. Uh huh, uh huh. Reader, I was without a phone for eight whole hours. Will was losing his mind yesterday because I was on a manic upswing, and he, without a phone, had no defensive strategy. <laughs> nope. He had to just accept it. Um, it, it was. It was me. It was land or the ocean. Well, and with Epstein getting murdered in the morning, I mean, how could you stop me? I couldn't. Somebody stop me. I literally couldn't because I'm taking a shower on here and I hear, they got him. I'm like, you got my phone? <laughs> no, like Jeffrey Epstein said, I'm like, I'm soaping my taint. I don't care right now. Oh, like man. what? I like. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a lot more me focused. No, that's right, folks. They took our sweet baby boy. They took him away too soon. Do you want to insert uh, Sarah McLaughlin into the break right here? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. You're welcome. Um, In the arms of the angels. What the fuck is wrong with you? Not that song. little boy. No. First of all, no. It's the I Will Remember You song. Duh. Ooh. I will You know, people think now that um, Jeffrey Epstein is still alive and that the person they uh, drug out of his of his uh, jail cell was a body double. Were you on the Internet? I've been on oh. the Internet all weekend as a result. Huh. Uh-huh. George Takai had a funny tweet. Oh, no. You like George Takai? No, I don't. This I is a whole other can of worms. He's also ahead. a little, like, handsy with the young. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, So it was like, hmm, a guy with who had a lot of dirt on a lot of famous politicians. Sounds very Russian. Oh, no. George Takai is trying to merge the Russophobia, the Mueller investigation with Jeffrey Epstein? Yep. Really? What did he? What else did he have to say about I this? I don't know. He probably was like, I was never allowed on the Lolita Express because they could never make it the Brolita Express. <laughs> Sorry, George. Yeah, he was never allowed on because he's Asian. 
Anyone below five foot three is not allowed on the Lolita what, Express, gr- the lest Lolita- you confuse them with one of the children. Oh, see, I was going to go with the Lolita Express had grinder rules of no fats, no femmes, no Asians. Also true. All these things exist in the world, dear reader slash listener, and they're all very bad. These are terrible things to encounter. Yeah, George Takai went on Howard Stern and talked about like groping men without their permission. And he was like, you know, but it's okay. Uh, that's an Obama voice. Your Takai yeah, like, like, is pretty... I was like, uh, I'm, Barack? I'm Barack Obama, and I diddled some men. Okay, sorry. We're going, no, we're going way, way off the rails yeah, here. No. Maybe it was better to not talk about Epstein. I'm not yeah, sure. you're welcome. Yeah. But I really wanted to record this now because the Epstein stuff is, is fresh on everybody's mind. And the news cycle is going to forget about it by Thursday when we put this fucking episode out. Mm-hmm. So I want to remind everybody. Hey, guys. Uh, you guys listening on Thursday night. Remember Jeffrey Epstein from last weekend? That's still a thing. It should bother everybody. Uh, well, his like lady like yeah, CFO G- is going to get Gis- to... Lane Maxwell. Did you just make a... Okay. That's um, literally her name. I was not making a joke. It's Gislaine, no, French. Gislaine. No, no. Um, I've only ever read the word. I've never heard it. Yeah, pronounced, it's so. it's a, it's got some French. It's like Girardelli. No, she'll take the fall, just like the SVU episode. Like it's just gonna be. Yeah, she's gonna take the fall, go to jail forever. But she doesn't have the answers. Well, she'll probably mysteriously kill herself before going to trial too. Mm. Hashtag Clinton body count. Oh, boy. No, as we know, what does America hate? Most of all, women. I was going to say Muslims, but... It's not 2001. Uh, No, no. Okay. Well, should we start this? (laughs) (laughs) God, I hate everything. Yeah, this is a loopy one. Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, anyway, if you're you're listening out there on Thursday... um, Billionaire pedophiles, that's still a thing that oh, people geez. should be We're upset about. With... Okay. Yeah, because, you know, you know about, uh, well, the Attorney General William Barr. Jesus Christ. I need all okay, my t- all right. I mean, Are we back need... to battle stations now? Yeah, can we, I've got can we all my technology. Moving? I've got my, like, you know, 2001 obelisk next to me. My USB nicotine delivery device. Feeling good. Okay podcast resume (laughs) start program podcast is that from her yes this is my scarlett johansson voice i feel really weird i feel like i'm feeling like a human oh what (laughs) oh boy (laughs) i didn't didn't like that the entirety of that movie is just like i think i'm a human let me like come awkwardly in a black theater and then uh you know gain sentience with an actual philosopher of AI. Yeah, I forget who that was. Do you remember the guy's name? Oh, fuck if I know. Um, I was gonna say Alan Shepard, but that's an astronaut. So, uh, no, and it wasn't. Yeah, but no, but there's no coming sound when Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix fuck. It's just the it's just the musical score, and then the screen cuts to black. That's the representation of the O. No, but they're like breathing heavily and going like, oh yeah. No, there's it's not it's not fucking you porn, dude. What are you talking about? No. There, there is there heavy, is heavy breathing, but then it just the the score gets louder and it cuts to black and it's just the score. It's just the arcade fire score. I don't score. think so. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm not rewatching that movie. I've yet. seen that movie like 6 or 7 times, so I'll let the listener speculate about what that means about me. Wow. Um I saw it once and went, "Huh. Well, that was a thing." 
Yeah, I cried and cried at that movie the first two times Ooh, I saw boy. it. It really affected me. It did. When you're dealing with, you know, Tin Man here, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it says that I was attracted to the idea of an AI girlfriend and then really upset about this hypothetical thing leaving me. <laughs> I thought you were more sad about like the collarless button-down future. No, I thought that looked pretty cool. That like normcore um mandarin collar version of the future that's that's a hard look to pull off i don't think so it it turns and flops in all the time so it looks like you have a v-neck on a v-neck button down okay all right now we're talking anyway. about clothes on board okay well yeah you don't get a virtual reality scarlett johansson but that potentially could be actualized into a human i think if it was any other voice actress it wouldn't have worked so if it was anne hathaway definitely not gonna <laughs> you could be like no nope, saw it once nope. hated it so annoying yeah like, I think I would have liked Interstellar if it was Scarlett Johansson instead of Anne Hathaway. I, it could have been the exact same dumb writing and, like, stupid movie, but I would have bought it. I mm, Yeah, that's okay. So we need to move I'm growing this. worried. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 did a, we did an okay beginning, but now it's been bad. What's going it's on? It's been bad for 20 minutes. What's, What's happening? Going? What's going on? No, I had an unusually social 72 hours, so I'm weirded out. I don't think anybody wants to hear about that only because everybody that listens to this was there. Was there with me? Yeah. So mm. what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Truly not much. Um, okay. So anyway, the attorney general, William Barr, recently called for an investigation into Epstein. But don't be fooled, guys. Um, William Barr's father was the guy that got Jeffrey Epstein his init- initial job as a math teacher at Dalton. Uh, so he started this whole charade, um, and there's no reason to believe that his son would do anything other than cover up Jeffrey Epstein's crimes. Um, so just because the Justice Department opened an investigation, uh, don't get your hopes up. No one will ever get caught or face any consequences for this. But who went to Cooper? Jeffrey. Mr. No, Epstein. one of the bars is also associated with Cooper. Oh right. Uh no no, you're you're mixing up you're mixing up what we were told. It's Jeffrey Epstein's brother was on the board at Cooper. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, it might be Robert. I would love for that to come out like the endowment for Cooper just came from the residuals from the Lolita Express, so everyone would just be shamed. Oh, that's why they took away tuition. After Jeffrey Ep- Epstein got indicted the first time, it lasted like another ten years, but then the heat started to get hot around uh you know four or five years ago and they were like "Uh uh-oh our endowment has to go to go away so we can pay for uh jeffy's legal defense Mm -hmm. his upcoming legal defense they knew it was coming i mean i would get body doubles are expensive you know (laughs) (laughs) we can't have these kids just uh being pot smokers and uh, running around like you know making sculptures out of quick create we have to protect our pedophile ring (laughs) That's a little more Pratt. That's not Cooper. Quickrete is a Brooklyn special, not a Manhattan thing. I just think all <clears> artists <throat> that were trained in New York basically just make sculptures with like PBR cans and some sort of casting. Wizard staffs? That's the uh, that's the Brooklyn undergrad special. <laughs> it's like I'm really into sanding things, but I also drink and smoke weed. So there's going to be some aspect of paraphernalia and then a more or less rip off Rachel Harrison form. Boom. Bushwick sculpture. But you have to spray paint it gold. Yeah, def- and there oh. has to be resin. Oh, if there's nothing shiny involved, 
get wrecked. Yeah, get wrecked. We don't do Matt I think in New York. <laughs> until like at least 2008. I think that particular brand of Bushwick fuckery has gone to the wayside. I have not seen some Bushwick specials in a while. In the dumpsters of my well, neighborhood. I would I would argue that it's just morphed a little bit. That it's mean? it's just showing some restraint now. That it's less about being uh, gaudy and indulgent, mm-hmm. like Dan Colon or Dash Snow style. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more along the lines of like, I don't know, like Raul de Kaiser in painting terms. Or like maybe we're looking at like some, who's the stick leaner in sculpture? Martin Beret. Yeah, Martin Beret too, but you know. Stick leaner. He's a French guy that leans sticks. I guess they all do that. Yeah, that's you're just describing. They also lay pipe too. The French are notorious for that. Describing all of support surface, which you know, how I was looking at the other day. This episode really sucks. Can we stop talking about this? (laughs) Well, no. Who are you? I was looking at. I was looking at Bernard Freeze the other day. I hadn't thought about that guy in a long time. Those hold up. There was a Who's Who post. I saw that of him versus mm -hmm. someone I'd never heard of, and so I started looking at Bernard's work, and I was like, yeah, they do hold up. They actually are like really good paintings, and his new work is really good too. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it since 2007. Probably. Yeah, we don't really show it in New York. He shows at Patzel. Really, I don't. Know. I don't think so. I don't actually. Don't I don't know, know where he true. shows. I have no idea. Or he showed at a Schlock Gallery that doesn't exist anymore. Probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or like he was a protect. Pro- I don't know. Whatever. Um, you're just like anyone who has the name Bernard. You're just like. Bernard Freeze, yeah, that is true. Bernard Sanders. That's true. St. Bernard's. Mm-hmm. I like the movie Beethoven. You know, that all... Was Beethoven a St. Bernard? I don't know what the fuck those are called. I don't think it was. What's a St. Bernard look like? I don't know. I don't know. Wow, this this is bad. This is worse than the last time. <laughs> I'm very scared. I'm very scared for this episode. This is not good at all. The free association episode. I'm having a really hard... Yeah, it's very free associative. <laughs> this is our surrealism episode. This is like when you go and watch the clock at uh, 3.30 in the morning, and, and there's like, not really Ooh. a lot of footage from movies at that hour, so it's just a little surrealistic. It's a little... Whoa. It's, a, it's a little bit of a collage, guys. Sorry. That's. I think that's funny. We really should have recorded this yesterday. I had so much more to talk about yesterday. <sighs> I told you. Epstein, Ho- Hobbs and Shaw. I was on a real high, and now I just don't care. I mean, do you want to talk about the Shaws and the Hobbs? There's nothing to talk about. Uh, greatest that... movie of all time? Excuse? Yeah. You want to talk about some fucked up editing, which you're going to have to do tomorrow. That movie was fucked up editing par excellence. No, don't listen to Will. That movie fucking rocked. It was really good. The Rock dropped some Nietzsche quotes in it. Ryan Reynolds is in the movie. He's basically just playing As Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Um, his character's name is Locke. The Rock's character's name is Hobbs. You do the math. But Hobbs is H-O-B-B-E-S. He is yeah, I, I know, but come on, man. It's still a clever Sansy. reference for the Fast and the Furious universe. Give him a break. That's someone in that writer's room going, come on, I studied literature with a minor in philosophy. Let me get this one in. And they're like, fine. They're like, all right, yeah. Fine, you get one. You get one. Second instance of a flamethrower prominently featured in a movie. Summer flamethrowers. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Kirby can get it. Big time. She has unfailing eyeliner. Yeah, she has cat eyes and a beautiful, beautiful hazel colored big eyes. Um, I thought they were just green blue. Is that hazel? I think so. Hazel's like a little bit of gray in there. I thought you know? Hazel was like calico, where you're just like all the colors leaning towards brown. 
Oh, I don't think so. I thought hazel was like gray, blue, green. Oh. Calico, I think, is a totally distinct thing. Well, that's a cat. Yeah, but I mean, like, I know what you mean, where you have brown eyes, but they have all the colors. Oh, yeah, like them. amber and shit like that. That's the coolest color of eye, except for purple. When I was a kid, I wanted purple contacts, and my parents wouldn't let me get them because they were too expensive. Are you Ecuadorian all of a sudden? What is this? But that makes me remember. I was just looking at contacts today, because I like to go to the beach and wear contacts. Okay. I didn't order any, but I forgot that now I'm an adult with money, and I can get the purple contacts myself. If you get fucking purple contacts... Well, I only wear them to the beach, so I'm 100% going to get them. But I have to be seen with you. Oh, dude. And I'm going to look cool as fuck. People are going to be like, whoa, are you like an X-Man? And I'm going to be like, yes. No, they're going to be like, well, I guess it's true. (laughs) (laughs) My shorts are a little bit too short. And that combined with the purple eyes purple eyes and then uh-huh. the one next to you is in like a you know banana hammock and i'm like fuck it i'm tan that's true yeah 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 yep mm-hmm. but five feet apart because they're not gay <laughs> well th- i was blocking all the sand so Ugh, that dude in the red speedo was like watching me change and i was like you need to look away sir Ah, uh, you need to get more comfortable with just being dick out at the beach dude when i change at the beach now i just change you don't need to do the towel thing around your waist who cares change at the beach you don't change at the beach i don't change at the beach but i have changed at the beach and i don't care when i do mm. no yeah. y- you need a towel for dignity no 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 no. Ugh. you have way too much shame dude there's titties out everywhere yeah but that's not dong flopping there's also dong out everywhere yeah that's an undignified okay <laughs> that's so we know where you we know where you stand it's not if it was like gunnison i'd be like whatever who cares hmm. what do i have on my list here Bernie went on Joe Rogan, Hobbs and Shaw. We don't have anything to say about that. Catching giant squid. We already covered it. Catching giant squid. You don't want me to talk about Epstein. I've been worn down. I've been worn down talking about Mr. Epstein. Wait, so the can I ask a question now that I have one? Yes, please. There was a question of what to do with all of his assets now. So who gets the island and more importantly, who gets the weird Moroccan painted building hut? on the top of the island uh well i would imagine that since he killed himself now that all of that is just property of the federal government he was under he was under federal investigation right and in federal custody um they seize your assets when something like this happens Mm -hmm. immediately yeah um but what if your assets are outside of the U.S. well they're not the little saint james island is in the u.s virgin islands it's not um outside of the government's jurisdiction so um i i would imagine that all of these things are the possession of the government now now i i'm not a hundred percent sure that that's true only because he never went to trial and wasn't convicted i'm not sure what happens when they seize assets and then there's this like ear resolve of a yeah. suicide i'm 99 percent sure that it still belongs to the government because like, unless think- he had a will doesn't matter. Like, like I think when you are charged with a crime like this and that seizure happens, like I think that is final. I don't think it matters um, really at all what happens after that. So what you're telling me is now the government own, now owns a fuck palace. Yes. Correct. Um, what sucks about that is hmm. that that makes it all the more difficult for uh, any courageous amateur journalist or professional journalist to go there and find out what's happening. Because now it's going to be... Unless they go, like, now. It's already kind of too late. I think 
even by the time he was indicted, it was too late. But because, you know, you can look up on YouTube, like all this drone footage of people on boats right outside of there that will fly a drone over it. That's how everybody knows about the weird temple and stuff. Is that what the blue, white, blue and white building is? Yeah. A, a temple in scare quotes? Yeah. Nobody has a good explanation for exactly what that is. Oh. Oh, it's obviously some sort of like, I don't know, eyes wide shut, Illuminati, you know, pedophile temple. There's really no other reason for it. The The only explanations that I saw online were people were saying, well, it, maybe it's for him to practice piano. He was like a world-class piano player. You don't practice piano in a limestone yeah, hut. exactly. Or people were saying, oh, he was Jewish. Maybe it's like a Jew thing, which it's not. No. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like an Oracle of Delphi, like, hole in the ground. Well, it is it is like an Oracle of Delphi hole in the ground where they fuck children. Like, yes, that's probably what it is. I mean, there's a, there's an entire series of, like, um, maintenance doors and, like, underground tunnels that surround that location on the island, too. So something's going on doors? In, in there and under there. Yeah, there's, like, these, there's like these um, entrances to tunnels somewhere something question mark that are like hidden in the sides of hills all around that temple what which uh people are saying like oh maybe they're just maintenance sheds but mm, you know like they it kind of looks like there's an underground something huh the nexus of which is that temple so basically it's like richard branson's island but like devious well, yeah, I mean, Richard Branson is just a bro, you know? He's a basic bitch. He's just out there, like, naked jet skiing with models. And, you and know, the Obamas. Fine, good on him, you know? Like, he's pretty upfront about, like... I like this. It's yeah, fun. I, and you're like, all right. Yeah. I'm I'm rich, and, you know, I like beautiful women to follow me around because I have a small penis. And you're like, okay. At least they're of age. Yeah. <laughs> whole... I thought he was married. I'm sure he is. What difference does uh, it yeah, make, whatever. you know? I just remember from the MTV Cribs episode, he has a bathroom where he can just take a shit, but like it's open air, so you can just look over at a beach. Like, I want to do that. Wow, he just has an outside bathroom? Yeah. So it's like in Jurassic Park when uh, Gennaro runs away from the T-Rex, and then the hut falls down. Yeah, And it's of. just an exposed toilet, no, except it's you like, don't it's get got, eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's that, but there is a thatched roof off of the thing, but it's like, when I take a shit, it's right out here. There's still a door, so it's private, but it just looks out onto the island. Wow. You know, that's how you spend your money. That's a pr- that's a power move. Like, I'm sure Richard Branson has done some bad things to become a billionaire, as they tend to do. Um, but hey, man, salute. If you're going to spend your money on, like, a shit palace, I'm in. <laughs> Hell yeah. Naked jet skiing and, like, a, a comfortable place to, to take a number two. In a nature. numero dos. That sounds great to me. You're not fucking children. You're just like I get to take a shit and look at my and look at my island. Yep, Richard Branson, if you're listening, which I know you are, invite me and Will to your island. Uh, we'll do the podcast with you. Yeah, and we'll talk about we'll talk about the ins and outs, uh, quite literally, of your shit palace. You know, having a record label fold and a record store fold, and isn't that an, interesting? An that you could be a billionaire and you mostly just fail at doing things well. You could be president. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can do it all. Jeez, that was a joke for the boomers out there. hey no, Will's, Will's not for the orange Cheeto, man, <laughs> just in case anybody was wondering. You can catch me in the Catskills this summer. Uh, I'll be there uh, end of August. Uh, no, so, okay, so it's now the federal government owns a fuck palace. That's disgusting.
Well, that's the whole thing that I was getting at before with the attorney general thing. Like, um, the whole idea of opening an investigation into this when yeah. it's coming from this guy is such a sham. Nothing will happen. They will open an, an investigation and find out, oh, there was no wrongdoing. Jeffrey Epstein just honestly killed himself. You know, the the federal cops at this facility did nothing wrong. And, oh, by the way, all these other people involved are like, nah, they didn't really do anything wrong or we can't prove it. Like, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Warren Commission style where they just basically obfuscate the truth. Warren Commission. Uh the the commission that was responsible for investigating JFK's assassination. So in conspiracy terms, it's like a notoriously opaque and sort of botched investigation into what actually happened to construct like a official narrative of a lone gunman. So how many corners does your tinfoil hat have at this point? Well, look, man, it's so on the surface in this case. I mean, that's why I'm so hung up on the Epstein thing. It's like everyone was joking around for the last two or three weeks about Epstein being murdered and then boom. Well, like you can't pretend anymore that something's not up. And when I say murdered, that's not Jeffrey Epstein did kill himself. Like, I want to be really clear about that. But that was allowed to happen. Um, he should have been on suicide watch. It should have been impossible. The fact that he was able to kill himself is an equivalent of murder. That was on purpose. How do you hang yourself in a prison cell? You don't have things. You shouldn't be able to. But what, you know, as far as I know at this moment, they took him off suicide watch after only being on it for one week. What, and then gave him like a length of rope and said, well, Here, play with this. You can you can hang yourself a lot of different ways. I mean, you can tie a t-shirt or a jumpsuit into a noose and hang yourself from a bed frame you know it doesn't take that much um but when people are on suicide watch they're like in a certain protective garment that is um thick and not able to be tied into a noose and not able to be ripped and they keep you in a certain cell where there's nothing to hang yourself from etc cetera, etc cetera, which they didn't do in his so case they gave him a bunk bed Something like that, yeah. And, like, normally when you're on suicide watch in a federal prison, like, there is a guard's eyes on you every 90 seconds um, Mm. so that it's impossible. You know, and if you hang yourself um, in a prison cell, it's not like you break your neck like a Deadwood-style hanging. You are suffering for minutes before you die. So somebody wasn't watching him for For at least 10 10 minutes, minutes. which is on purpose. I mean, there's no way that even in an average prison, that the guards are not watching the inmates for but, 10 minutes. See, but this is also like the prison culture thing of like, you know, like, oh, a, a kid diddler, let him fucking hang himself. Like, you know, same thing like if he was in the in gen pop, they'd be like, you fuck kids. All right, we're going to fuck you now. And then you're going to get tattooed. And then, you know. Well, I have no doubt that Jeffrey Epstein would have died one way or another. I mean, he had every incentive to kill himself. But that's what I'm saying is that, like, the negligence isn't just a product of one or two guards being like, fuck this kid diddler. Because also think about that from the perspective of a guard. You know that this guy's a billionaire. You know that there's some conspiracy here that involves other higher up people. Maybe not. Maybe uh, they don't care. Maybe they don't care. But, like, I think it strains credulity to imagine that, like, everybody on that shift didn't care. Hmm. Those people were told or hinted at what to do by somebody. Don't worry. There's Barr and there's AOC on the case. Well, this is the problem is that Barr has no incentive to do anything except for cover this up because his father is very directly implicated in this case, as is Donald Trump. Uh, Hmm. Whether or not they fucked kids is separate from their enablement of Jeffrey Epstein, which is obvious. 
and AOC wants to know who the faves are. Well, exactly. From yeah. The, from from Nancy Pelosi's daughter's, daughter's tweet. tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, tell me those faves. I need some dirt on this old bitch. Well, and it's like, you know, everybody uh, is making a joke out of Clinton body count or whatever that like the Clintons are responsible for this. Like basically, basically the narrative is the left wing is like, oh, no, we can't have Jeffrey Epstein die because of uh, it might implicate Donald Trump. And the right wing is like, oh, they needed Epstein dead because it implicates the Clintons. And the truth is honestly both. Hmm. Which is why I wish everybody was more aware of it or matter about it or whatever. There's records somewhere written down. Yeah, but they're going to squash them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if oh. Barr opens this investigation, they're going to get a hold of all these records and make sure no one ever sees them. I mean, if the House opens some kind of independent investigation, like, I I guess they could start to get these things revealed. But if the Justice Department is actively working against them, you're doomed. Hmm. What can we do? And we already have the we already have the precedent of, like, Trump's Justice Department not cooperating with Congress, you know? Like... This is the bad thing about Donald Trump, as much as of a joke as he is, is that like the people that he's surrounded by are very Worse. malicious. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of these people are directly implicated in this. Everybody should care. Like, you know, my, my comprehensive theory uh, on this, like the basic reason that I am mad that Jeffrey Epstein was allowed to die is that like you need these moments in history where shit breaks. Um, where the wave finally crashes on the beach for people to take any action at all. And, like, in America, that's asking a lot. Like, you need a major thing. We haven't thing. really had one of those in 200 well, no, we've, years. Well, so. no, we've had a lot of them. We've oh. had them repeatedly, but Americans don't wake up. But, like, I think this, I think this thing with Epstein is a- activating both sides enough that if he had survived and made it to trial and it had come out um, what was going on, like, I actually think that could have potentially represented like a sliver of light of like cultural unity against the oligarchs oh <clears throat> it maybe could have had a shred of unity potential oh it's and the, now it's gone it's like the pebble and the mirror glass yeah and it just starts to shatter you need these things i mean donald trump's election is one of these things brexit is one of these things like the greek financial crisis is one of these things uh bernie sanders is one of these things like the panama papers are one of these things but the epstein thing kind of ties it all together and in the most insane and sensational way that could get people's attention Hmm. like if entertainment is a thing to distract people like at least jeffrey epstein's case was entertaining it would have engaged people yeah well, I have two. I have two things to say. Re-entertainment. So, uh, there's going to be one of those American crime stories about the Monica Lewinsky thing, produced by Monica Lewinsky. Wow, that's uh... Ryan. What's his face? Not Reynolds, the gay one. McGinley. No, <laughs> no. Uh, the guy who does American <laughs> Horror Story. Now I'm imagining Ryan McGinley like um really sexy like nubile pictures of monica lewinsky at age 62 or however old she is now <laughs> but he cast a twink to play her i don't know um no but she's like very funny on twitter about it she's like you know reached her like zen state about the whole thing i'm like wow good for you um so well, that'll good be for her for finally like overcoming her cultural like shaming i guess yeah. but at the same time that's really depressing i don't know well someone 
sent her a message that was like, when I was 12, I thought you were like the biggest slut and like you ruined America. But now I realize like you were just confused. You were young and you were taken advantage of. And I'm sorry for thinking that. And she just tweets back, girl, you're 12. The fuck are you apologizing for? I was like, that's that's a self-actualized person. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, you know, it just sets the stage for something like um, when Donald Trump is finally out of office after eight years, he's <sighs> going to produce his own docudrama on Netflix about his time in office and his rise to it's power. It's going to be you the greatest I mean? story of one man, folks, overcoming all the odds. Folks, you know, uh, I always loved uh, Jeffrey. Ep- I mean, <laughs> Jesus um, the other thing was uh, someone when you were talking about like the shit, like, you know, when we're talking about the shattering thing, I saw this post about like accelerationism is just like basically veiled Nazi propaganda. So like this is where I broke with Zizia because he's just basically a Nazi shill now. I'm like, well, I don't think so. No, he comes from the stock that also was persecuted by those people. So no. You know, accelerationism is like a right wing idea in a lot of ways, um, but it's but it can also be looked at another way, a little more objectively, as just like a pattern. Yeah, as a way I mean, of analyzing what's going on, like um, as capital power consolidates and technology power uh, exponentially grows, like yeah. you you're moving time much faster. Oh. And yes. people and people don't have a handle on what's going on around them because of the conflation of like politics and economy and technology and power moving history along faster than normal. So yeah, there are a lot of right wing people that like subscribe to accelerationism oh. um, and embrace it as an ideology. But I think you have to. M- they don't know what that means, though. Well, I, I think you like have to make the. No, they do. They they know they know better than that lib that's saying that accelerationism is like Nazi propaganda or whatever. Like, no, it, the difference is is that like people embrace accelerationism in certain ways that it that are anti enlightenment or anti humanistic, and that's maybe like uh, politically dangerous, maybe. Um, but that's really distinct from calling accelerationism in general or people that are a proponent of that like analysis Nazis, like whatever fuck that person yeah i don't know i mean you know like i don't think there's any denying that things are moving at such a speed just in terms of media cycles if you want to look at it that way well, yeah um but in terms of general historical forces everything is moving so fast that it's discombobulating yeah. and that's a problem so like accelerationism is happening it's not a question of who's promoting it or not is i guess yeah what I'm i mean to say. like i think like there's a, the difference between like a right-wing white nationalist propagation of that and then a Peter Thiel or a Mark Zuckerberg accelerationist where it's just like, we just want the one future. And you're like, I don't want the one future, you fucks. No. Well, yeah, there's there's the techno-libertarian version, which is basically like... Worse. We sh- you, you know, and there's, and there's sub-camps within this, but the foundation of that is basically that we should not shy away from hyper-commodification we should not shy away from things like AI. We should not shy away from trans humanity. Like, um, we should try to be sort of cyborgian as fast as possible. Like, that's our future is transcending our humanity, right? That's that's the Zuckerberg, Peter Thiel, um, and others sort of version of things. And the white nationalist version of things or the Nazi version of things 
is 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 the white nationalist version of that is in terms of race yeah. like we should just accelerate a race war now they don't know what the it's not how it's gonna go well i i think the big question for people like you and i and like hopefully anybody that's listening to this is like well where is the left in all of this like if this accelerationism is kind of happening how do you fit into that you don't do that by saying accelerationism is for Nazis and we should just reject it or whatever. You have to realize that that's just an analysis of history and not an ideology. Yeah, exactly. You don't want it to go that, if it I mean, becomes an ideology, that's when you turn into Peter Thiel. That's when you turn into Richard Spencer. But to say that you just should ignore it is a real problem for the dumb libs that want to imagine everything can just go on like normal. That whole thing I just looked at, I was like, what the fuck even is this? Like, in the Wikipedia, there was a Wikipedia thing. I'm like, why are you using Wikipedia as an actual thing for, like, an economic potential? Like, that's bonkers, batshit, insane. Like, you know, like, the How Capitalism Ends book is basically like, no, this will just happen. Like, look at what's led up to this. We're heading towards feudalism, too. Yeah. So, this shit's going to come crashing at some point because... Otherwise, it's just going to be a ball of Band-Aids. Right. And who does a ball of Band-Aids serve? No people. Just the structure of economy, which no one can live in. Ju- ju- it just serves the bourgeoisie. That's who it serves. Oh, not even that. I mean, well, yeah, it serves the elites, you know? I, I mean, it's the but same even, yeah. thing. I, th- I think that's why, that's why on the left, like... Uh, it might be sort of misnamed in its current form, but like that's why socialism is a popular idea and things like Marx are being rediscovered. Like um, there's a beating heart and like a genuine sensitivity to the idea that you should care about everyone and not just about a few. And, you know, proponents of this other type of acceleration, like actual humanism. Well, all of these things are a product of humanism generally. Um, but it depends on how much responsibility you have for society. And like socialism is the only uh, political philosophy that actually cares about people in an underprivileged situation. Or cares. You know, the ethics of care as being an ideal is always. Well, yeah. You know, a thing that I go, well, that's a thing. Do yeah. we do that in the world? I don't know. I don't well, and so it. And so rather, rather than the left be hung up on like bureaucratic band-aids, which are only attractive to people that are already rich yes. in a relative sense. It should be attracted to helping everybody, which means undermining people like Jeffrey Epstein, um, undermining people like Mark Zuckerberg and Richard Spencer. Like all of, all of these sort of narratives that want to take us into the future faster, you should be skeptical of. What was that currency? Did that stop? Libra. Ugh. The worst... I haven't checked on checked the in on Libra Zodiac in a sign. minute, but um, no. As far as I know, they can do nothing to stop it because corporations are transnational. Governments can ask them to halt this development, and they don't have to. Facebook doesn't have to, and they won't. So I can be a turf if it's against transnationality. Yeah, every everybody should be uh, a trans exclusionary, a transnational, a transnational. <laughs> A Turk? Young Turks. <laughs> Young Turks with a C. Name yeah. of that. Yes! I got it again! Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Yes. Okay, that was satisfying. Okay. You um, know what? But I but I have to backtrack for a second and say that it would actually be yours. It would be trans-exclusionary radical socialist. Trans-exclusionary radical corporatist is a different thing. Why are you shitting on this? Because to, be, I, to because pull I, a Don I, Draper, why are you shitting on this? I this get, is a good idea. I get that the acronym is good, but the, but no, the political <laughs> trans-exclusionary radical corporatist is <laughs> ooh, very ooh, bad. Ooh, that's very bad. I'm sure that's actually already a thing, though. You just, fucking kidding just me? Just by kidding? a different name, yeah. Oh boy. Um, other thing I saw was a list of like companies that are that have job openings over a hundred thousand dollars, and it was all software, software programmer, software programmer, software developer. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna make a hundred thousand dollars for five years, and then you're not gonna have a job because you will make the technology that will do your job for you. So enjoy, and then enjoy being useless without your. Yeah. Yang Gang, $1,000 a month. Well, yeah. What happened to him? Is he still a thing? He's still around, but yeah, he's getting laughed off the stage, unfortunately. He put a tie on yet? I don't think so. Someone put the man in a tie. Well. Even a bolo. No. Oh, my God, a bolo tie. Bow tie? He, feel, uh, he would be a bow tie guy. He's just a no tie guy. But, like, he doesn't unbutton the shirt, like, deep enough to be, like, swaggery. It's just, like, the top one, and you're like, that doesn't work. He's not trying to pick up somebody at 169 bar. He's running for president. If you're wearing a suit at 169 bar, you're insane. You wear a suit if you're at Eugene and Co. on an oddly overlit Saturday night when you're just like, I just want a beverage, motherfuckers. And why is this costing me $15? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Local problems. Yeah. Local problems. Well, all of these things are local problems. Just to remind our listeners, like, nobody gives a shit about any of this. Donald Trump's going to get reelected again no matter what happens. We will we will continue to cascade towards our inevitable doom. I'll be on a yurt in Wyoming, we decided yesterday. I'm going to Wyoming, right? Yeah, I think Wyoming is right for you. you you're, better, for, better than Idaho, yeah. Yeah, your initial idea was Idaho, but that has white, white nationalist implications yeah, yeah. That, I, that I don't think you want. And also, you're already a potato person. Yeah, I Let's thought I was not just going to the potato Let's not add additional potato yeah. people to the problem. What? I could go like harvest some potatoes. I would eat them all. No, I, I think, we, I think we decided that you're going to Wyoming so you can live on an Indian reservation. And, I did not And agree find to that. a nice Native American boyfriend. Didn't agree to that either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm already. Uh, never mind. I'm you guys can start that. a casino together. <sighs> I was gonna say something worse, but I'll just. <sighs> Indigenous people have suffered enough. You're they lucky I stepped on that one. They don't need my puns. <laughs> um, we're actually really nice people. I'm not this person. Um, I'm definitely cutting that out. No, you you have to stick with every problematic thing. You can't show any weakness. Oh, you were very problematic on the last episode, by the way. I was? What did I say? Uh, just there's some What did I say? Like what during the failed hookup situation, I was like, ooh, doesn't sound great. Why? I don't know. What did I say? I Be specific. Know. You I can't say I was problematic and then just drop it like that. No, I just thought you would e- you would have edited your edited yourself to in a nicer light. Be n- be kind to yourself. What do you mean be kind to myself? I'm very kind to myself. Hmm. I don't know. I really wish you could tell me what you thought was such. I could. I'm very I curious about this. And I would have to. I would have to try it again. I don't know. It was yeah. like after the 30 minute mark, but before the hour mark. That's a wide swath. Yeah, of that's shit. pretty much the entire thing. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. We need to figure out how to wrap this up somehow. Man, this episode really sucked. 
I thought the last episode sucked, and then it turned out to be fine, but I'm pretty sure this one actually sucks. No, this one's just going to have a lot of cuts. It's This one sucks It's going to have some cuts, but you know what? We're going to have... We're going to have an unlicensed Sarah McLaughlin cut in there, uh, a la the water episode. So that's going to be great. You should actually, instead of doing the song, you should just do the, like, the adoptive puppy ad. Yeah, the whole ad. Sure. Because it's got the song Hi, in it. Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Do you see this puppy? I just got off the Lolita Express. She wipes a little blood off, off her lip. She ate out some, like, menstruating girl? Oh no! Oh, or she ate a child. Oh, Will, <laughs> that was that was even worse than. Or no, it's because vampire? they drink the blood of these children once they fuck them. Wait, what now? Well, yeah, that's what they say. They're not vampires. That's why Hillary Clinton started to faint at the end of her last campaign, as she wasn't getting enough child blood. What? She had the flu. You need to get on the internet more, man. Uh, no, I think I need to not have the internet ever. She had morgulons in her brain. What? What? What is that? Um, it's a bacterial infection that you get from cannibalism that leads to discombobulation and flu-like symptoms. So Joe Biden has this too? Oh, absolutely Joe Biden has this. If you don't think Joe Biden went to Little St. James, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, even New York Mag... Even the... Yeah, New York Magazine was like, guys, off the Joe train. He is not senile. Really? Something MSM came out Against Biden? Um, what is MSM? Ma- mainstream media? Yeah, they're like, nah, unhitch the wagon. Really? That's great. But that just means they're going to con- connect it to Kamala Harris or something. No, they were like, Bernie's a known quantity. No, as well against uh, Donald Trump. Elizabeth Warren is a better campaigner than anyone expected. Did you read this on Apple News? It's a New York Magazine article. But you... Yes, it was in Apple. Duh. You came through it. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, and Pete Buttigieg is, you know, the best like AI that the uh, Democratic convention could, con- you know, conglomerate together. Yeah, the machines like, in charge of the simulation like tried to come up with an ideal candidate and kind of failed. Yeah, and that's what Pete Buttigieg is like yeah. a a Christian troop gay man that says all the right things, but is ultimately really creepy yeah have you seen his husband no is his husband busted he's weird looking they're both weird looking together where they're like well i don't think he actually fucks is a thing like they show up to a circuit party and everyone's like no i don't even believe that he's actually gay oh i do you think really except he goes by pete he'd be peter he'd be peter i know this follows my theory yeah I know he should be Peter. That's probably Peterson. Buttigieg. Jordan Peterson, Buddha Judge. We were just playing this game in the car. Yeah. Ask me another. Michael Ian Fleming. Yeah. Michael Ian Black Lives Matter. I thought of that one today on my own time. <laughs> <laughs> this is as good a place as any to just end it, I think. I'll figure out how to make this work, I guess. I Wait, mean, are I did we it taking last the time. car out and driving over a bridge? To just end it generally? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wait, are we Thelma and Louising right now? Because uh, I'm fine with Well, that. I was at the liquor store earlier today to get our uh, Baron de Montgreal. And uh, it made me realize Your that... Your French accent sucks. Listen, listen dude, I'm from, I'm from Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it sucks. Um, but... 
it made me realize that at this rate, there's only about nine episodes of this podcast left. And that's it. After that, what are we going to do? Oh, based on the case quantity? Yeah. Oh. Oh, then I'll have to go to Trader Joe's on the way home. We've expired our supply of French rosé and, you know, so the clock is ticking. Ah. This podcast is halfway over. (laughs) So don't worry, guys. If you've been listening to this and you're like, wow, this is just really awful. But season two is going to be great. We'll get a new case of weird expired wine. Uh, you know. It'll be red instead of pink. Mm. You know they're going to do that. Okay, are we going to end this episode? Yeah, or? I mean, wrap it up. Do you want to do the promo or do I have to do the promo badly? I don't want you to do the promo because you can't do it. Then do it. Uh, anyway, guys, I'm really sorry about this one. I promise that this podcast will eventually be good. I make no promises. But uh, for now, it still sucks. Promises are meant to be broken. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, except this promise to Gotham that I'll always be there. I'll always be watching. I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. 